Welcome back, Dilse. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I saw you drop a little something on your way in here and then pick it up clearly. What was that you had in your pocket? It was my medal for placing first in Cup Tasters prelims. Oh, yeah. my first place medal. Yeah. Round of applause. Hold for applause. Let's get everybody. it. That's so <laughs> sick. You are, um, good job. Thank you. You are first champion outside of... Actually, we got three champions sitting at this table you know, right now. <laughs> aside from me and Jared, you're the you're first the person to earn yourself a trophy or a ribbon or anything. Thank you. Thank you. Really well done, though. And you put a shit ton of effort into it, though, leading up to... Well, your whole career here has actually been that way, right? And jumping into green coffee. But you put a shit ton of effort into preparation. So, I mean, tell us a little bit about what you did to prepare... For people who haven't heard you on the podcast, like tell a little bit about what your job is first and like how you got there and wait, like what wait, you're wait, doing. Wait, wait, dude, I'm pumping the brakes else. on this whole motherfucking thing. <laughs> Before we do that, which we will get into, we should just talk about cup tasters really quick. Oh, yeah. For, for someone sure. who might not know what cup tasters is. So could you just break down the cup tasters competition? Yeah. So the cup tasters competition is kind of a one is not like the other. Three cups, two coffees. Two cups have the same coffee. One cup has a different coffee. And there's five groups of those coffees. You guess which one is different in five minutes. So accuracy comes first, and then time comes second if there's a tie. Right. So we would call that a triangulation if you're in the industry. Mm-hmm. 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 So your job is to step up to this table where there's these five coffees. Five coffees grouped in three. Taste all three of that any group and say like, oh, this is the different one. Exactly. Uh-huh. That's the different one. And what makes one different than the other? Do you know so how they, they do that? They don't tell you anything about the coffee. They don't tell you it's anything. Kind of the, the prequisite. They don't tell you what process, what origin, what roast level. They kind of just give you parameters with the rules and regulations. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it's all based on tiny differences for this particular cupping that I had. It was, I, there's... Might have been something natural in there. There was something fruity. There was something acidic. There was one that had a slight roast finish to it. So slight variations in a coffee. Mm-hmm. Not sure how they make it, though. Yeah. but It could be anything at the end of the day, right? And yeah. and that's the difference is, yeah, like you said, they could have added a drip of some whatever, a malic acid to one of them. Or they could have a different coffee or slightly underdosed or whatever the case may be. Like, that's kind of the fun of it. So first things first, if you got them all five right, that's really good. But if somebody else got five of them right faster than you, they would win. Yeah. And yeah. so you won by what score? So I got four out of five. Yeah. And my time was two minutes and 51 seconds. Nice. So. And the next closest to you was also four out of five, but longer time? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So That's really awesome. Yeah. And then after that, it was three out of five with a really fast time. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yep. We went too fast, but they didn't get them all right. Low down. Low down, Mace. You're killing them. <laughs> so did you... Okay, tell me like... Well, I guess we we can go back now. So, I mean, people, if they don't follow us on the internet and they haven't seen you and maybe not seen you in some of our videos, right? What do you what do you do here? Who are you, Dulce Who Dulce-Mate? am I? Who am I? That's the question I ask myself every day. Every day. Who am I? No. But uh, <laughs> so basically, I came in as a concierge, moved up to barista, had a great time there, and I was looking for something more both in my life and at work. And we were growing as a company and we were growing the green coffee department and Chuck and Grace, I remember, were the ones that were like, yo, come join the green coffee team. And I'm like, oh my God, I love Grace. Freaking love her. (laughs) And well, Chuck is just like, I've always just 
He's someone that I was like, oh, he makes it happen. I don't know anything about him. I remember <laughs> a few weeks before, I uh, I was like, so Chuck, how did you get where you're at now? And he shared his story, and I was like, wow, I want to be there one day. Yeah. Um, and then two months later, like I said, Green Coffee opened a position as a Green Coffee coordinator. I applied, and it was like any other interview. It wasn't like any other interview I've ever had. He was kind of like, tell me about yourself. And that was an opportunity for me to just tell them where I've been in coffee. Um, and... He gave me the chance. Him and Grace gave me the chance. And I got the job. I was like, oh, my God, I'm here. I'm doing it. <laughs> I got a big girl job. So I did that. And, yeah, I've been in this in the green coffee world for two years now. Mm -hmm. um, and what I do now is I do some quality control with Mark and Andre and Soren. We do kind of that situation. And I kind of keep the relationships we have mm -hmm. as producer with our producers with our friends with our best friends um i kind of stay in touch with them mm -hmm. i stay in touch with our importers and our exporters and i kind of do inventory for the roastery as well as some sample roasting in the little little machinery and yeah i cup a lot of coffee hell Taste yeah a lot of coffee Meet a lot of people. It's been a great opportunity. Yeah, dude. Thank you, Cat and Cloud. I don't know if you've heard of them, but <laughs> they're pretty freaking great. Uh, I mean, thank you, Dulce. Yeah, so you do a lot of relationship management, quality control, and inventory management, it sounds like, if you were to like, break that down. And it's been cool to see your progression. You know, thank I've got you. to go to Origin with you a couple times now, and you've always been a sponge and also a trooper, you know? Like, just bring it on. Whatever we're doing, we're doing, you know? And that's been sick to see. And, um, yeah, I appreciate that. It's been really cool. I made a little video. It's on my YouTube channel where I just kind of followed you around when I was filming you oh, doing yeah, yeah. the QC cupping. And it's cool to watch because you're really managing the table really well. You're going really, really fast and with a lot of intention just in the setup. And I, I like that and I appreciate it. It's really fun to watch to see someone who you can tell they're really good at what they do and they're not just kind of floating around. You know, they're working with a purpose. Yeah, you do. It's refreshing. It's quite fun. I think that's what, yeah, this company does that to you. Just like. Well, I appreciate what it. What made you want to even throw your hat in the ring and compete in something like Cup Tasters? I originally wanted to do barista competitions. And I remember talking to Mark and it's like, how do we do this? And he's like, you got to work your ass off for this. You got to work. I don't know if that's a bad word. You're allowed. You but, can say whatever you want. <laughs> say whatever you want. Uh, yeah, so you got to work really hard. And I was like, okay, like, I think. In an effort, like, I got this. And just the more I dove into barista, the more I realized that I might not have all the tools yet, and that's something I need to work for. And I realized that my palate is my number one asset, and mm. that's something that I can grow in, and it helps me with my position both in roasting and in quality control. And it's it's my my tool. No one can take that from me. Um, yeah. so I was like, let's, let's dive into the competition setting. Cause I wanted to be, I wanted to do more. Like I wanted to push myself further. And so barista wasn't it. Latte art. I love it, but it wasn't it. And then I learned about cup tasters as I was doing the prelims last year, which I didn't really know it was a big thing. Did cup tasters at Royal and I got really nervous, tried all the coffees and Chuck gave me a shout out. He's like, you know, you did something great. You 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 went into the competition field. And I was like, oh, is this, this is a competition. This is something that I can do. This seems super accessible. This seems like I can do this. So I just, with Chuck alongside with me and my support, 
he helped me dial in what my training looked like. And every month we've been meeting, we've been talking about how I'm doing. And I think, yeah, having y'all support me has been a great, great help. And why I got into cup tasters, why the fuck not? Nah. <laughs> but, uh, exactly, but also, actually. it just, it's a really fun, like, five minutes. So I was there for, like, five days practicing my breathing for five minutes of performance. Yeah. And that adrenaline, which you have to kind of subdue, was there. It was everything that, during high school, when I played sports, it gave me that adrenaline. Mm -hmm. It gave me that drive. It gave me that passion. And then just to be surrounded by people that feel the same way, oh. It gets good. Oh, huh? yeah, it's really good. Well, there's something about you being self-driven too, right? So, like, you and Charles, getting the support is, is, a, is a part of that, right? But coming up with a plan. Hang on, pause. On, we're going to pause. <laughs> pause Look, the dude, the, on the back of the thing, next day, second day, team expedite ground, hot shots. What, what is hot shots, dude? <laughs> Yo, you guys, do hot, you guys do hot shots or what? You guys fuck with hot shots, bro? <laughs> yeah, we do, dude. Is that uh, okay? So, you you know, you, a plan was made, right? Yeah. You, you two calibrated a plan, but at the end of the day, you knew you had to put in the time and effort and work into doing that, right? Charles wasn't going to sit there and cup the coffee. <laughs> no. You know, you were going to have to do that work, and yeah. so I just want to commend you for that too. You decided I want to do this, and you committed to the process, and you knew that was going to be a lot of work. What was it like to practice? What was that practice? You know, what did you do to prepare? So at the beginning, I did a lot of holistic stuff. I tried to expand my palate and my vocabulary, and that was great. That's a lot of learning experience. It really helps with QC, but it wasn't putting me in that competition zone. So then I started trying to emulate what the competition would look like. Um, so then I changed from doing a cupping to doing a drip coffee and batch brews, and then I changed my ratios. So same coffees, slightly different roasts, and then it was a 60-40 situation. Mm -hmm. So 60% of one, 40% of the other one, and then the other part, 40% of one, 60% of the other one. And then just trying to find what those light differences were. Um, oh, okay, so you were trying to see, because basically technical. the blend is the same, you just got a slight percentage variance of what's in what. Mm -hmm. So that, really okay. good practice that's technique. really intense wise. practice. Because the difference between those is going to be so minimal, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then just like, what is it? And then I think one of the biggest things, too, was learning how to focus, stay focused. Because after four cups, I'd be like, wow, look at that bird. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Got to go back. And then just honing in my focus. Again, like really talking to myself and realizing why I want this. Is it important for me? And the dedication that I have to put into it. Um, so, yeah, did that. And then right before competition, I really cleaned up my diet really stayed away from a lot of foods and sugars and grease and um, absolutely, like, no smoking. Everything was just how to be clean. Um, Dude, true competitor. So, That's what's up. That is, like, legitimately, you're speaking to what the stuff that we would do as well in the Bruce competitions. Um, I was telling her, we were talking before you got here, and I was saying that that's what Ben did, something like that, where he was just eating... Yeah. Plain crackers and plain chicken for a week or two or something like that yeah. leading up to cup tasters. It's cool. I mean, you're cleansing. You're getting everything to be hypersensitive, right? You're going to yeah. notice. I mean, I'll never forget, too. I did like that, that month of keto where you don't eat more than 30 grams of carbs a day. Mm -hmm. And stuff that was like dried peas would be so sweet tasting. There'd yeah. be things that were just like through the roof with flavor because exactly. your body gets kind of used to these things mm -hmm. like, and recalibrates. It's interesting. But the same thing, too, those nuances, right? The way you're practicing, 60-40, 40-60, same coffee, <clears throat> different, different, you know, roast profiles. That's 
those are the really small nuances that we would lean into looking at when we were doing barista competition through our espresso, right? Like that's also part of the reason that we even invented the one in one is to to say, yo, like in competition, you're going to be pulling this coffee. And at the time you weren't pulling it like some people now currently, right? They'll change their doses for espresso to cappuccino and they'll do they'll mess with it like that. At the time when we got into it, that wasn't really the case. You're pulling your whatever, we'll call it a 20 gram shot with like a 38 gram output at X amount of time. And so our job was to make sure that it tasted nuanced and amazing as an espresso, but then that translated to the highest scoring cappuccino too, mm. right? And something, at least to us, that people oftentimes don't recognize is like, maybe the best tasting espresso on its own doesn't always translate to the best tasting cappuccino. And you maybe have to like calibrate just a smidge to find that nuance to get, you know, your five to five and a half on both levels versus like a five and a four. So yeah. that was, that's, that stuff is really fun. And it's, I geek out on that too. It's a really, yeah. really cool thing. It also trains you to be a true professional. Like your palate really comes up a level, you know? Did you find that the differences that you were doing for your training, this, those differences, were they more easily noticeable or less easily noticeable than what you faced in the competition? Were the variances pretty close or? So there's a few cups where they were completely different. So I felt like one was washed and one was natural. That's how different I thought they were. Okay. Super um, clear. Yeah. And I was like, okay, you got to relax though. We're not excited. We're not excited. Focus. Um, so some of them, yes. There's another one where... It was slightly more roasted, and I think when I tasted that cup, it tasted the same, but when one of them tasted a little slightly roasted, it turned something on for me that I was like, oh, we're back at home. We're back in the, the roastery practicing. Um, and so slightly differences, but are, I think there was different coffees in each triangulation. Are they getting progressively harder from cups one to five, or is it not set up like that? I don't know every anything get about harder? the setup, okay. but I feel since, you know, after trying it so often, your, your palate gets a little fatigued, at least for mine, yeah. that at the fifth cup, you really got to focus and you got to stay in it. Um, so I'm not sure it gets faster. I did ask if I could start at the end and then go forward instead okay. of starting first right. with the first cup. And they're like, it doesn't matter. You can start inward and outward. Uh, so I don't think they, they make it harder. Like There's no yeah. progression there. Yeah. No mm -hmm. I'd wondered if they do it like that or maybe increase difficulty round to round. I'm to imagining in finals round, the, next, the, like, the nuances are smaller. smaller and harder. I, yeah. If they don't, they're missing an opportunity. Cup Tasters is wild because it's arguably the only legit competition out of all of them where there's almost no subjectivity to it. Yeah. Like you either picked the right cup or you didn't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I like that about so it. So on one end, it's it's maybe not as exciting to watch as a barista competition. There's not as much performance aspect to it, but you own the whole outcome of it to where if you got them all right, you got them all right and you're a champion. And if you got them all wrong, it's like, oh shit, they didn't get any of them right. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. feels pretty scary to someone like me, you know? Uh -huh. There's no way you'd get them all wrong. Probably not, but still, it's, it's, it's like a very personal, I could see it being right, a very personal you. feeling. Yeah. Like how you're talking about, okay, this is a skill set that I've honed. Basically, my ability to taste coffee is at the core of my entire <laughs> job here at yeah. Cloud, right? I'm sample roasting, doing QC. I'm a huge piece of that puzzle of coffee getting to the guests and them being like, yeah, this is awesome. It tastes good. And to put that skill 
like, on stage, like, yeah, to just put it out there for everyone to see. Like, this is how well I do my job. Even though, of course, you can get nervous and do worse than you normally would do yeah, in real life. Tough. There's all kinds of things. But yeah. I don't know. It just feels really personal. Yeah. There's no judges besides the timekeeper. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's right. just it's like, like you and the time. Dot yeah. or no dot. Super yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Hell yeah. It's the like Doc tells the truth, dude. <laughs> Mouth minesweeper, dude. Minesweeper uh, where you're doing really good and then the whole thing goes. <laughs> That'd be the best joke ever. The last one is just barbecue sauce. <laughs> you're just cruising through and then you're like. Wah! Anyways, oh, that's a man. prank to be played in the USCC, whatever championship. What's up, everybody? Happy Monday. If you're listening to this in real time, we've got a very special coffee available on our website. It's from our good friend, Benjamin Paz, who is kind of the gatekeeper to all of our relationships in Honduras. We've talked about him before. We've even had him on the podcast. Super amazing guy who does a lot for his community. And he also grows his own coffee. So this particular one is from his farm. It's a geisha variety. Geisha is really delicate, really intricate. It's just its own experience. If you've never had... A coffee that you know transports you to a magical place that makes you feel like you're sitting on an island drinking a tropical beverage this is that coffee you can get it now go to catandcloud.com and you'll see a banner just smiling at you enticing you to come inside and taste the rainbow all right let's get to the podcast um what was the whole event like it was Been a, you know yeah so as cup tasters going on, the latte prelims, latte art prelims were going right next door. Um, and then just getting to meet people from Dallas and getting to meet some people that are them themselves trying to push their company, their team, and finding those people that already have established, you know, knowledge. They're they're just getting into it. They're like, this mm. is my first time competing. This is my first time doing this. And that that applied to cup tasters as well. And then just getting to see people start in square one mm. and push themselves out there. And that that really, like, I felt that because it's like, you can do it. And I believe you can. And they gave me so much praise for being one. And it doesn't feel as shitty as taking last place. <laughs> sure. Because that's what I did, like, a few months ago. Oh, it did but you then. It's, Say that one more time for the people. <laughs> I got last place two months ago. In and then I went in two months and what happened? And I got first place. Yes, yes. Just making yeah. sure we all heard yeah. that. And and then just seeing people motivate themselves and like you said, drive themselves and that. I think that was the best part because that's the coffee culture. That's the coffee community. There's people that really care about their craft and being surrounded by that. And like I am mm. surrounded by it here. But that's, and that's like it's everybody. a culture here, yeah. but being there and they're like, we fucking care. Yeah. We want to be the best. It's like, wow. It's really fun. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I feel you hard on that. It's hard to describe for people who haven't been to it, but it's there's something really special about being around people who care about this as much as you. Because I think for me, you know, we have a, a group of people who really do care about this as well, but it also is a lot of people who are coming along and learning about it. There, it's like people who have... We have great people who want to invest in hospitality here and are interested in coffee, and they they do a great job. But there, it's like I'm here specifically to try to like become a coffee nerd. Yeah, you, know? you can be. And a- I can talk about anything as much as I want there, and you're not going to be like you're not going to see somebody glaze over. Yeah. They're always going to keep getting into it with you, and there's something you get energy back from that. Yeah. Where here, it's like, and in, in, in my life, 
people ask you a question and I have to automatically go, okay, what's like the response that you actually want to hear, not the response I could give you. And then I have to try to feed them enough to be like, do they want to hear more or was that all they wanted? And are they already tuning out? You know, so to be able to be at a place where you can just like speak frankly about your vibes, about coffee and your interests and your knowledge is so fun. Well, yeah, uh, I think there's a couple of things there because one of the things that I'm noticing lately is that the more we give and the more we share, the more I find people are ready to receive that. Internally, I agree. Internally, In yeah. No matter how geeky it is, for yeah. sure. And then that's one thing. But then there is something about you could be a great employee and have no desire to put coffee at the center of your existence and that's right? okay for and that's us. totally cool yeah. like you could come in make guests happy make awesome espresso yeah. and then go do whatever else you're going to do and that's great yeah and then there's a different level of engagement where you have this group of people who are self-selecting that are saying i want this to be something a little bit more i want mm -hmm. this to be more deeply woven into the fabric of my existence and you get a bunch of people like that together and the energy is crazy Bouncing it's just it's amazing yeah. yeah and that's why it's so rare you know i think that's why when you go to something like sca or, or something like the prelims i don't know if you felt like this but whenever i come back from something like that i kind of have those summer camp withdrawals because you've been living at this high energy plane like oh my gosh everything's just buzzing and then you come back to your regular life and you're just like where's what's us ah who wants to talk about this stuff yeah. who wants to create something with yeah, me yeah let's do it uh -huh. yeah i agree you it's... just want to do it again uh -huh. as quickly as possible <laughs> and then so what's the next step What's the next step? It's gonna be training, training harder. We got uh, qualifiers. They're about. They're gonna happen in around January. Okay. Um, and do so you auto you automatically qualify for winning? Correct. I automatically get a spot there. Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. Wait. Uh, okay. So wait, wait. Let me actually. Let me ask that differently. My assumption is that so you have now qualified for the qualifiers, or are you automatically into the big show? Qualifiers. Okay. Got it. Yeah. So yeah, walk us through how that works for the people. Yeah, for you know, sure. Who don't understand this at all. So to get to qualifiers, you either go through the prelims, and they did three this year. Um, you can try for as many as you like, but if you get first, second, or third on any of them, more than one, your spot is given up to someone else just because you can only have one spot um, in the qualifiers. Mm -hmm. Then if you don't make any of the prelims, you go to open registration where everyone is welcome to go. Like a it's lottery? A little, yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. It's a... Mm, Kind of like you're buying a concert ticket, first come, first serve situation. Okay. First come, first serve. Um, but we don't have to go through that whole stress of like, did I get a ticket? Did yeah. I get a seat? Did I get a table? Okay. Um, we go to qualifiers. Got it. Yeah. And then... And then from qualifiers, you would hopefully uh, qualify yeah. <laughs> for, for the U.S. championship, like mm -hmm. the, the, the big the, show. Yeah, the big show. So okay. out of So registration is open to 90 people. Got it. And eight of them are going to make it out of those 90 people into regionals. Okay. And you're one of the eight. I'm one of the 90. Got okay. It. So that's like, see, that's, it's yeah, it's prelims, a little different than it used to be. Qualifiers, regionals, and then the U.S. Mm -hmm. That's okay, mm -hmm. so there's, uh, okay. there's a lot more, a lot more steps than that. And used so to be. The, for you, since you went to the prelims, there's no stress that you'll get left out of that exactly. pool of 90. Like, oh my gosh, am I going to get a spot? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. People hey. probably buying bots to yeah, get them exactly. in. Exactly, people are exactly. like they're buying the shoe drop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. dude, I got a system of like bots that's going to register my whole team. Yeah. Just, just for me. Tasters, just, just for me. me. 
<laughs> Got it. Okay, so that correct. is in January, you said, correct? Mm-hmm. Where's that? They haven't released it yet. Okay, so we're looking for be, a sponsor yeah. city. Still. Cool. I think they might have something. And it's only, that's one. Or is there one. multiple? I Just one? Two. Okay, there's two. So there'll probably be. A, 45. Okay. Yeah. So there'll be a, east, a semi east and a semi west. Yeah, I don't my know. Guess. I, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, that's how they'll probably split it. Guess. And then they'll, then they'll have the big show, which is at Expo, correct? Yep. yep. Where's Expo this coming year? Do you remember? Chicago. 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 14th, oh, I want to go to that. I've Chicago's never been to Chicago, awesome. so it's freaking my time. I haven't been to an Expo since. Let's go to Chicago. Before COVID 19 <laughs> SARS. I miss you guys. Before SARS. Before SARS came through again. Pre-SARS, what? How did it feel when they called you as a winner, knowing that you had tried before, didn't do as well as you wanted, and then you put in all that work, and the work's real. Like I would see you in the lab after hours or before the meeting, just kind of diving in. How did that? How did that feel? Oh, it it felt surreal. So like, yeah, it felt surreal. That's the first time that I've won anything in coffee, first place like that, and I was like, holy shit, like. Like, I put in the work, like everyone said, I, I put in the work, I put in the dedication, but to see results after being last a few months ago, it's just like, wow, like, I can do it. And I think one of the biggest things was the support mm. that I got coming back when I was last, because I was, it freaking sucked going last. It's like, wow, like, I worked so hard and this is, this is what I got. Um, but coming back and having that reassurance that, you know, just keep trying, just keep going, just just try a little harder, learn those, those were learning opportunities for you, come in, dial it in a little better, and you, you got to see results, right? You put in the work, you, you got to see something. Um, it felt surreal. It felt like I was representing Cat and Cloud the way that I wanted Cat and Cloud to be seen, and it's a fucking awesome company to work for. Aww. I don't not just because y'all are here, but like culturally, internally, the biggest question that I was asked when I was on my trip is like, is it just as great inside as we see it from the outside? I was like, fuck yeah, it is. It's <laughs> fucking amazing. Three years and with no specialty, um, what do you call it? No specialty background. So I've been in coffee for four, specialty for three, four years compared to people that have been decades and the internal growth that I felt for like for the business and personally, it's it's amazing. And the Juicing biggest thing right for now. me, <laughs> yeah, no, the biggest thing for me was like, fuck yeah, like I get to represent Cat and Cloud. They're number one. They're fucking amazing. And I hope that everyone sees that we're not just, you know, showing that we're great. It's like internally we're working to be better every single day. We're mm. working to be better with our mission. We dialed in our mission. We dialed in our values. And we have staff meetings with everyone, you mm. know? And it's just fucking amazing <laughs> that I get to represent this company. And I think that was, that was the best thing. And that I have y'all support. And it was, yeah, I'm not alone. And this is our win. This isn't my Damn, win. This is this is for us. Paula ticking over here like a boss. It's really cool to hear. Thank you. Nah, I just, this <laughs> I is really, really appreciate it, it. It's really nice to hear. It's and, just from from my perspective as a business owner. The um, some days you come in and you're really excited and you feel like the thing that you've created is working exactly how it's supposed to. And then some days it feels like a little defeating because you're like, I don't know if anybody really gets it. I don't know if 
you know, the work is landing or if people are feeling like it's as awesome as like we want it to be. Yeah. yeah. And then just to hear the positive feedback, because we don't hear it that much, you know. As owners, we, you almost never get the positive almost, feedback from your team. Right. You'll get it from people outside. You'll get it from a guest yeah. or, you know, people it's like, oh, I really love what you guys have built. But it's really rare to have someone on the team say like, hey, I really appreciate this this place that you've created and i love being a part of it so when we do get to hear it it's it's super special so thank you for saying that like it really means yeah, a lot it really does thank I, you for putting in the work and <laughs> yeah you put I yourself mean, you to put work. the work Come in on. you got <laughs> that win go. all on your own oh, we just put you. we gave you a canvas and i think that's cool because one of the cool one of the cool things about putting in the work is you know there's some amount of validation that comes with getting the trophy you know or the medal where it's i got first place i put in the work but the work doesn't always guarantee that you're going to get that, you know, especially when you go up and up and go deeper and deeper and are competing against more competitive people. So my kind of mindset, which it seems like you have embodied is put in the amount of work so that when you're done with the whole process, no matter where you ended up, whether it's first, third, fifth, or sixth, you feel comfortable with what you put in and you're saying like, yeah, I did my best. And mm-hmm. as long as you've done that, like truly done it, then you're good. But what you don't want to do is put in some sort of marginal effort and be like, be at the end of the day, you got third or fifth. And you're like, man, I really could have put in a little bit more. I could have had a couple different practices. I could have done this different. Like that's a bad feeling mm-hmm. to, you know, not be where you want to be. But if you, you know, whether you got first or third, if you put in the the work that you're proud of, that's like. That's the juice right there. Yeah. Like that's the way to do it. Yeah, I'll never, I'll never forget because I got last in my first competition as well. But I also didn't put in the time or effort into, and I didn't know. Also, there's a little bit of that, but still, I got, I got there and I wanted to do well, and then I got last place. And I was like, oh damn, you know. And then you get ignited, and you're like, okay, there's levels to this. This is, this is all the space I have to learn. How much time and effort I need to put into this for next time, and from then on, it was a consistent progression towards winning. So. It's definitely that feeling of going from like, ooh, to it can either <laughs> ignite you, right? It can ignite you to say like, okay, cool. This is what I have to learn. This is what I can do to do better. Do I believe that I can compete on this level? And it's like, to, for you, that's a badass turnaround. Two months? Major <laughs> congratulations. Like, you put in some good work. That also leads me to believe that you are were already pretty good at this concept. There's no way you learn to taste coffee in two months on its own. <laughs> like you, But, you know, stuff happens. And yeah. you probably learn the score sheet. You practice. You all those other things that you did to prepare took you there and it's well-deserved. Do so. you feel more, do you feel less nervous this time? Yeah. Yeah. I felt less nervous because again, so my only goal was to get two out of five. That was it. Like I just need to be better than I was yesterday, like last time. Okay. That was my only goal. And I know I put in the work. I know I tried my best. Like you said, like I gave it my all. Let's see where we're at. And I had to have a lot of grace for myself that regardless of where I stood, there was going to be a learning opportunity for me somewhere. Uh-huh. And I went in. I was like, cool, let's do it. It's time to shine. Um, and I was reading a lot. So one of the things that I struggled with was my focus. And even for latte arts, like I always shake. And I've told you all, like, yo, do how too, do you freaking do it? Um, and just having that confidence that I have the resources to pursue this challenge. Mm. And just telling myself that. And then it's something turned on, just like when you're about to compete. Like, so I used to do basketball in high school, and I was really competitive. And having that routine, like Chuck said as well, is like have your routine before, 
just just go on just turn on forget everyone else this is you and that's what I did this time and going in I was really comfortable I didn't feel rushed I didn't care about what they were doing someone called times like fine whatever I'm here to do me and so I yeah it, it did feel more comfortable mm. it did feel better it's pretty cool that's super cool to hear yeah I'm super proud that's really proud rad and what the dude Come on, bro. Whoever's, I got to say this. Oh, the people who did the Instagram? The people who did the podium. What's going on? So I was in LA and I'm getting these notifications and I'm like, oh shit, Dulce's on the podium. And they had you off to one side. And I couldn't find the results. I was scrolling through online and they I mean, weren't posting no them fast enough. the winners at all. There was no, it just the had the three posts. people yeah. and I was just like, oh, she got second or third because everybody knows that the fucking winner goes in the middle. <laughs> The winner goes in the middle, and I couldn't believe they put you on the side. I was, I, I, know, was, I was just like, like oh, what? I just got third because it goes first typically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In, in every podium, it's tops first. Yeah, to the left is is silver, yeah. and, and then to down the right, right is bronze. bronze. Yeah, and that's like, yeah. So I was like, oh, great place. And then like, you get home, and it's like, oh, you won. Oh, you won. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because there isn't any, there isn't any hard post. There's one for Brewers Cup. It's like not even the barista winners, not even anybody else. No latte, just Brewers Cup gets all the cred, and then everybody else is it was, was pre- there. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I was just like, oh shit. Anyways, you got winner, an opportunity winner. there. Winner, winner. <laughs> you got a big opportunity. I mean, third place is awesome too. But I was, that was just I was like, ex- for you that way. was extra surprise. Yeah, that was yeah. extra surprise. Yeah, I was already proud at third. It was just a fun surprise to see that gold yeah. medal, dude. Drop Get the podium right. Full. Come yeah. on. It was nice, though. I got to see y'all's reactions. Like, oh, you didn't just get in. No, you got in, dude. <laughs> you were in. Yeah, well, yeah. thanks for hanging with us and sharing well, with everybody today. Thanks for having me in today. Thank and you really both. appreciate the love. Thanks. Thank you all. Good game, everybody. Good game. Be out there. See you at the qualifiers. See you at the qualifiers. <laughs> five out of five. <laughs> Tap out, dude. Dot, 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 dot. Hey everyone, that's the podcast for the week. Thanks so much for listening. If you heard something that inspired you, let us know or tell a friend. These are the types of connections that are the most important to us and that we seek to create every day. If there's something you heard and you want to know more about, send us an email to podcast at catandcloud.com or head to our website, catandcloud.com slash podcast and let us know. While you're on our site, check out everything we have to offer. Dive deep into one of our single-origin coffees or pick up a little treat for yourself. We have something for everyone, so check it out. Also, find us in the usual places. YouTube, Instagram, we're always there sharing amazing things. All right, that's it. Thanks, everyone, for being awesome. We'll be back next week.